that you? Yeah, <laughs> so nice, right? Yeah, I was like, why is it emphasized on that? I don't think he messed up like that. Anyways. It's magic hour. Yeah. What's that mean? Isn't there a meaning behind that? Magic hour? I think so. I think it's like... Oh, man, I hope it's, it's not it, something bad. No, I might be mistaken, but I think at the time right before it gets completely dark, you know that time oh, like where like the sunset where it's literally this much um uh light out where it's like you, like say for instance like when i used to play football um with like my friends right when the sun was literally uh, like it the sun already set but it was Still literally going to get dark yeah to the point mm -hmm. where it's like it's hard to look at a ball in the air to catch it okay so i'm definitely wrong it's not magic hour right now it's nighttime yeah but this makes it i guess look like it these cute led lights around us <laughs> there's been so many updates um we haven't done this in months and it's kind of crazy to think about the amount of things that we've actually gone through cool amazing things have happened one of the big ones is we moved Mm -hmm. And right now we're in a really cool area, like a really cool space, I would say. So when yeah. I'm talking about these lights and like it being magic hour, there's this, Sam has his game, uh, like a gamer, what is that, keyboard? Yeah, it's just like an LED keyboard. Yeah, and, and it's like, Matt has these really cool rainbow lights and it just keeps like oscillating and he has these this headphone <laughs> pulsating. rack. Yeah, pulsating. And then I have this um, sun sunset lamp that I use in the mornings. Um, it's, it's like my favorite thing in the morning cause we've been waking up at 4am and yeah. I tried to kind of like simulate light. So it's been, I put it on and then every few hours I like turn it on to a different color. So I'm like, Oh, it's, the sun is coming up. Trick the brain. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, um, these lights are key. Lights are key. So many, I'm trying to think about like where do you even kind of begin with every, Thing, like what's on my mind i don't know um i don't know how maybe let's maybe uh, we can we can talk about um maybe we just kind of like start slow like how how the past few days were because we had a, a, a little bit of a change right we had a house guest with us oh yeah um so my mom recently got a new puppy uh because our older dog laka had passed away um like five few months ago yeah like five months ago and so she's been really kind of like wanting a dog at first she was like i don't want a dog but then she said that she wants a dog and so we ended up getting a dog she ended up getting a dog and his name is motek he is a like half boston terrier half i forget what else but he's really cute he's same size as oreo about 20 pounds he's dark brindle and he's got this uh cookies and cream kind of padding on his chest. chest it's so cute yeah, and he has such feminine eyes but he's a boy <laughs> yeah and he has um he has a lot of hair that's a, the big difference between him and oreo like the the amount of like thick hair oreos is a little bit um maybe just not thinner but what is that called i guess i don't know just shorter hair yeah just there you go yeah so it's been um it's been uh it's been a bit overwhelming for her. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, she's she's going on to 78. Yeah, she's getting up there. This week. And, uh, yeah, she's she just got a puppy. And I think a lot of people, I mean, even me, when I got a puppy, when we got a puppy, 
you think that um sorry counting you out there when we got a puppy i didn't think i mean it's like you know it's gonna be a lot of work but you never know how much work. yeah to the extent and it was a that was a really big transitioning time for us as well uh you had just started going back into the office and this was what 2021 and i had a brand new job and just training every day and then dealing with oreo and taking him out and trying to get him through puppy kindergarten and all of these things it, it was a, it was a really big change and especially i think the biggest one for us was going outside a lot um because for the most part i had been working from home you had been working from home um you know we'd only really go outside well like once a day to work out right to yeah. go to the gym or to run but other than that you know before we're outside a lot because you're taking the train into work and back and going for lunch and all of these things so i think that was the the biggest kind of eye openers obviously you have to take your dog out so yeah which she um doesn't really uh she could be better at um she uh I don't know. I think she's just really stressed out with, yeah. her, with her life. And with, and she um, still works full time. We're not like, if she was retired, it might be a little bit easier, but she's working full time. She has a puppy. She's trying to train it. And so, um, looks so sure we ended up just having her for yeah. a few days and it was, it was, it was, you know, um, a lot of work. Definitely, uh, woke up early cause he's on a different like flow. He's a lot more energy than Oreo. He's obviously a little younger, so he wanted to play but we don't want to bring him up in our bed because he pees. And so we were nervous and we kept him down. Plus my mom has kind of trained him to be on the floor and not really sleep with her. So it was um, <laughs> a very early wake up call when he would paw at my, uh, my face or my, my arm and just like say, Hey, I'm up. <laughs> yeah. So. And he was cute kind of walking around the first night too, just kind of oh, aimlessly yeah. not really sure what to do. And he, he was crying a bit, wanting to come up because, you know, Oreo was up. Um, he sleeps with us, so it's a little bit different. He's a little jealous. But <laughs> I think the reason why it was a little bit hard too is because the night before that, we had gone out to a like a, a school event for yeah. Maya, it was like a meet and greet all of these other parents and it was at a really cool Italian restaurant and it was like a cash bar and it was a little bit nerve wracking I think for me because because of how you introduce yourself you know like who am I you know to me I'm just like I'm Annie to, to Maya she's in second grade now and I knew this wasn't going to be for just the kids in her grade the parents yeah. it was going to be for all the kids in the school or all the parents in the school and I didn't really know that in the beginning, I kind of started to learn on, on the way. But it was really, for me, I was very nervous because I knew what I was walking myself. I knew what I was getting myself into in terms of, like, the demographic of people that I'd see. But I, nothing hits you until it hits you. And then when I walked in, I was just like, to me, for, through my point of view, all I saw was, like, distinguished, like, older, like, white gentlemen in, like, their sports jackets and you know, with their wine or um, just looking like they know who they are, they have life figured out. And to me, that was very uncomfortable. And that obviously, I feel like it stems from my lack of 
feeling like I have everything figured out. I barely feel like a parent always. And that's from a bunch of different reasons. But, you know, seeing this like smaller proving guy in the sea of white and white women and men just uh, was very um, overwhelming for me. Mm-hmm. But and we just kind of walked in there with well, I was wearing jeans and just a t-shirt. I had a nicer jacket on that I got from a thrift store. So it wasn't like crazy. Like I'm, I'm not coming in with a fur coat or anything. But I did know we were going to stick out. We usually do, even when it comes to smaller school events, um, birthday parties. You know, in the summer, a lot of people have birthday parties out in one of the parks. And we, we definitely stick out like sore thumbs there. Um, and I think it's just half the battle is trying to... F- mingle um in a different type of way in like a parenting way and yeah I didn't I had a hard time kind of like introducing myself um and and being like well that's not my daughter that's Sam's daughter um but the the really cool thing that gave me a lot of confidence that night was that a lot of the moms because I mean to be honest I only saw two dads three including you and a lot of the moms are like, oh, that's, I mean, that's, I mean, you're, you're her adult. You're her, you know, that's, that's everything. Um, and they said a lot of the teachers recently don't say parent, like your mom or dad. They have recently been saying, oh, you're adult. Like, did your adult read to you last night? Did your adult do this? You can't home, you can't go home until I see your adult wave at you or whatever when it comes to pickup. So that made me feel really good because they were like, there's so many situations in school, you know, there's so many, and all, all the moms are like reassuring me, they're like, you you take care of her, you know, you're her adult, you're there just as much, and that just made me feel good. So I didn't, you know, halfway through the night, I didn't feel like I had to explain myself, which was really nice. It was just kind of like, oh, you know, you're there. Yeah, I don't know, maybe for me it was a little more um, just overwhelming. It, it I, was, um, but you held I yourself never... super well. And it, the, the one thing that I really appreciate about you is that you don't over-talk like I feel like I do. And number two, you went in there with a purpose, kind of, when people were talking about middle schools and things. You weren't just there to, like, bullshit or, like, nonchalant, like, oh, let's meet. You were able to word yourself, like, carry yourself in such a way where when you were asking questions... I knew that you had a purpose for asking questions. So an example was like middle school, right? You're asking about maybe how how that works because in New York City it's so different than a lot of other places. You have to like start, the kids have to start taking tests at a, a young age, even like as young as third grade to see what middle school you're going to get into. It's just the whole thing. And you were asking all the right questions and I was just really kind of blown away. Like, I don't even know how to explain how you were so tactical, I felt like, about asking questions. Really? I yeah. did not feel like that at all. I felt like you did so good. I felt, honestly, I just, I never felt like, I never felt so shitty in my entire life. Really? Being around those people. I just, I don't know. Like, maybe it's the difference between me and you being adopted. Um, you take adoption so much more. Maybe it's tailored to your that you're a female and I'm a male, and the world views us very differently, especially when we're colored. I feel um, 
women are more easily acceptable to be in a social setting. And when there's a, a male, I feel very judged. Um, it's just really uncomfortable for me. I don't, don't, you know, what's, what's, what's kind of interesting is the one thing that I really enjoyed was that you were there because you made me palatable to them. If I, if you weren't there, I don't even know what would happen. I well, just, and then the one time I go away to the, go to the bathroom and like these, these moms are like hitting on you. I think that was hilarious. Really? Yeah. You had told me that night that when I went away, that girl, this one woman just kept getting closer and closer and kept like you were there, grabbing. Though. Oh, I didn't see that though. You had told yeah. me later on and no, I was you like, you were oh, talking to Asian lady. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. She did it right in front of me. That's yeah. Right. I, I don't know. I just. What's kind of crazy though is there. Not that I. I don't know. Maybe being with you, I guess I do get surprised when dads aren't really involved at all in the kids. Like. I don't want to say life because maybe they're involved in a different way. But when it comes to school or being involved in, um, like I said earlier, like birthdays or just showing up, I guess, um, in those kind of ways, it's. It's interesting not seeing any dads at all. And so I feel like a lot of these places do make this big, huge stigma out of um, out of moms, I guess. And actually going back to the parenting group that you're a part of at work, mm-hmm. you're the only dad in there. And I overheard, like, you, you were, yeah, like, do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. Like, it's just interesting. Well, I feel like I can say now that I was. I'm not really a part of that anymore. Um, for that reason, yeah. I, I just felt very outcasted in that I just could not relate to any of those moms. And it made me feel really bad, too. I don't know. I just feel like in my life, I just there's a lot of things that make me feel really bad about other groups of people. And I always feel like um, just don't fit in with them. I mean, I don't take it personal. Mm-hmm. It's not going to like. I don't know. It's interesting I mean, it you say me. that you it don't hurts take me. it. It hurts yeah, me. Yeah, because you sound I, so bummed right now. I just about it. don't hold on to it in the sense where I it, it's decrippling, <laughs> where I am. Well, I guess that's the definition Crippling, of like depression, the where it makes yeah. me depressed. Because in depression, where you don't, kind of don't want to get out of bed, you don't want to do anything because you're just very sad yeah. about something. It's just killing you. Yeah. So it doesn't do that to me, but it does make me feel bad and it does put a it does set the tone for things moving forward Mm -hmm. and so yeah with those women and the and moms i just feel like everybody's competing everybody's so like just articulate for a purpose to be or seem smarter or i don't know maybe maybe i don't even care maybe it's just me i always question Lately, I feel like I've always been questioning myself with those kind of like ideas that I have about, for instance, that group mm-hmm. of mothers and that that I'm a part of or the school PTA or meeting with the other parents. Mm-hmm. I just feel maybe these feelings and I'm always questioning, is it just me? Am I the crazy one? Is it all in my head? Am I just like victimizing myself? because I can't relate or because what's the other alternative is that I'm not a good dad straight up. I don't I'm not think doing something 
that I should be doing. And that is why I feel that way. That is one outcome. But the second outcome is I'm picking up on very real agendas. Like moms trying to express these all these great things that their kids are doing for, I don't know, for, well, for to show them that they're cool or to show them that they're a good mom to prove themselves, to give themselves validity. Yes. And, and like, let's break it down too, is not only are we a little bit, in some instances, a lot of bit younger than these parents, but I also think that one thing that separates us a lot from some of these parents are, and like I've been saying this whole time, is it's it's really important that you show up to these events being a dad. It sets you apart from everybody, and it it makes it it makes you stick out in a good way. And even that dad that we did talk to, um, he did he seemed like a really cool, down to earth, awesome guy. Yeah. But he didn't seem like he was very involved in his kid's life. And there, there's a big difference. And I think it's, it's from your perspective, it, it maybe like feels like so uncomfortable. But I think that in this demographic of, of people who she goes to school with, a lot of the dads, they're there, they make the money. They're not there because they're working late. Or they're not there because they're just really not involved. And a lot of these moms are involved. So an example was Friday morning there was a, um, what is that called? Like a PTA meeting in the auditorium of the school. And a lot of new students came in. Um, about 30 families from South American countries came in. And they're integrated like within this past week. And they did this giant donation drive. And it was really interesting because in the beginning of this meeting, this woman thanked, I think she named about five to seven other women and said, thank you so much for stepping up to the plate because for the past week, you guys have been working nonstop like it was your full-time job from 9 a.m. to 5 to 7 p.m. sorting these clothes and these donations out, okay? So what does that tell you? That these women are not working. Yeah. And that's like a that's a big deal when you're comparing yourself to people because not only are you working, you're working right now two jobs. You're getting up at four in the morning and you're focusing on music. If you're not focusing on music at 4 a.m., you're working on one of the jobs. And you do show up for Maya. You pick her up after school you help in the mornings you help her get to bed at night you're the one who primarily does homework because i don't have the patience for that you're able to help her with all of these things that i think a lot of dads are just not involved in and i could be fucking wrong maybe they do show up but from the the experience that i've had showing up you know to these little coffee meetings in the morning with the parents to all of these birthdays we've been involved in over the summer even over the fall and winter, I mean, primarily it's the summer because they all meet up at this park. But, and even these, you know, play dates at parks, I don't see the dads. And I guess I'll take yeah. it a f step further. Do you remember when, I don't know, I was, I was working and Maya had school or something and, and you were like, or no, she didn't have school. I was working at home. This was maybe uh, last summer. It was a beautiful day and I was like, I'm getting really overwhelmed with like, I get noise there, when there's a lot of noise, my 
brain gets like stimulated a lot more and um I, I can't focus so when Sam's like talking or being on his like phone and then Maya's on her iPad and like Oreo and there's just a lot I was like can you maybe just take her to the park and you took her to the park for a few hours and do you remember that conversation you had with that nanny yeah yeah, yeah. it was beautiful yeah no I, I yeah. it was just particularly about how much you show up how much she doesn't ever see dads how much she sees how much you care for your daughter and i think that you're you're not you're not able to connect with these parents because it's different you're right it is a competition everybody's everybody's showing off their dick sizes all the time and you don't need to do that and it and it shows and and i guess another thing i'll say is that so i do mornings and I see these women with their with their little girls. We'll talk about little girls since Maya's a girl and I, I know her in, in like the dynamic, I guess. Wait, cheers. We're trying something for the first time. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. I'm scared. <laughs> Ooh, not as tasty. Um anyways. So I was um <laughs> taking Maya to school and the dynamic and relationship that the little girls that you're seeing you're seeing them have with their parents are interesting now, right? Because now we're getting into the age of like crushes and um, kind of drama and cattiness and stuff. And how they interact with their parents in front of other people, to me, it shows a great deal what kind of parent you are. And how some of these kids are in front of their parents, well, with their parents in public freaks me out because behind closed doors if they're acting like this in public it's interesting and um and a prime example of that was i took my to school and i had gotten her this like sweater whatever from tj maxx i don't know 17 dollars. that her friend was obsessing over this sweater upset and i don't want to call her her friend to be honest this girl is not a good cookie um, but she was obsessing over it and she was telling her mom and her mom's like, well, you have a sweater just like that. And she's like, no, it's ugly. I need a new one. I'm like, God damn. And she would not stop hounding her mom. So her mom takes out her phone and goes on to whatever, I don't know, Amazon and is trying to get her one, whatever. It was this big deal. She was just obsessed about Maya's sweater and would not ta- stop talking about it. And then, um, her mom was super rude by the way too, like not friendly at all, which is uncomfortable for me. And then literally, when, when was it? The next, like two days later, we show up and this friend comes and she runs up to Maya. The second she sees her, look, I got a new sweater and I got new pants and everything's new. And like, why? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe she's just being like a little kid, like just wants to show off. But I'm just so proud of Maya that she doesn't walk up to somebody to say, oh, look at this. Oh, look at that. Because that's not what life is. That's just fucking bullshit. And you know what, my, me and Maya like looked at this girl, didn't say a goddamn thing to her. It was hilarious. And this girl felt uncomfortable and she went back to her mom. And Maya motioned me to get closer to her and she whispered in my ear and she said, she's just trying to show off. She's just trying to brag. And I said, you're right. I was like, I'm, I'm proud of you for not, you know, taking it offense of it to it, not not being rude saying so what 
I'm just proud that you don't do that. Because when we have nice things, (sighs) there's no reason to do that. And what does that go back to? That goes back to the parenting styles. Yeah. And I know that her mom might be involved a fuck ton more than we are and be able to show off this or talk about their parent or talk about their kids this and that and this and that. But that little girl has been going around school kissing boys on the lips. So I don't know. And I know this is weird, but I'm fucking proud that we don't fit in with any of these parents. I don't want to be like that head down and focus on the things that are most important. And I'm not around here talking about, you know, how (laughs) the A, B's and C's of like how, of what what we're doing to to other parents. I'm not trying to brag. When when we meet other parents, I feel like I'm a dog. Like, I feel like I'm a scared dog on, on my back, put my belly up and I'm like, yeah, I'm from Minnesota. I don't know anything about this school system. And then they're just like hyenas. Oh my God, let me tell you this. Let me tell you that. Which is great for me. I get so much information. I don't have to look it up online and like sift through this stuff. They're like giving me all these tips and tricks of um, the system and whatever, you know? So for yeah. me, I feel great. But but I but I can understand and um, to, to, you know, as much as I can to how you're not feeling good about it. But I just kind of want to throw that perspective out there, too. Yeah, no, I feel you. I feel you. I guess for me, I'm just like, I'm just, I'm just boggled by the big questions about, I don't, for me personally, like, it doesn't bother me if a a girl comes up to Maya and says she has X, Y, and Z. It wouldn't bother me how Maya responded as long as she didn't like be mean to her. I doesn't, you know, how parents are with me. I don't really care. But I guess what bothers me is what I don't know. The truth that because of where they are, they are, for, for on average, um, smarter. They are in a better place. Um, they had potentially gotten more educational <laughs> experience than, than me. Obviously, this is average speaking um, just by the demographic of where we are. And going back to what you were saying that night, I was asking because I felt really stupid um, or just not really, not necessarily sorry. How I first, how I used that was making me feel, showing that I'm not smarter compared to everybody else. That's Mm -hmm. not what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say is that I'm as smart as everybody else, but I don't know something that somebody else does. And the difference is, is that I know I don't know. I know I don't know. It's not that I feel bothered by that them for no reason. I just feel like they, they've done their research. They're smart. They're women. I don't knock them for that. Like I can see, I can see. You know, I can see a dog when when I see one. You know, I can mm-hmm. see a researcher when I see one. I can see when there's a mama bear like trying to do the best for her cubs. Like I can see that. I respect that. I feel uncomfortable because those mama bears aren't the same skin color as me but i also feel as though that they know something that i don't and i want to know which is why i was asking questions about middle school which is why i was asking questions about how many middle schools are there which is why i was asking questions about what they value in terms of the big class sizes i wanted to know why they chose certain schools um because i don't know 
And those are like those bigger questions about like how parenting, like what are the repercussions of what I do now? And like uh, to Maya, how is she going to grow up with the things that I'm teaching her, the things that I'm showing her like unintentionally by just being who I am? Where, where is she going to be from there? I, where have I messed up too? And I feel I can do better. That's when these parents, when these parents tell me all these things that their kids are doing or all of these things that they're taking their kids to, like the dual language programs, like the after school curricular activity to help them engage in motor functional skill or all these things. It just by default pivots, it, it hits an area in me that makes me, f that unintentionally I feel as though I did not do good at with Maya. Mm. And it's not their fault. It's my guilt that I hold on to because I feel as though I could have done better. Even though I know maybe I did the best I could, it doesn't matter. I still feel that I could have done better. And does it make me, does it, I do I lose sleep over it sometimes? Does it, you know, affect me on a daily basis every second of my life? No. But when I do think about it, it does hit deep and I'm not oblivious to it. And I'm not going to take myself, take that, all that guilt away at, or try to because you know I, I it's there it's there for a reason I have to to own it and maybe one day I'll feel like I've owned it enough and it'll just or I'll feel like I can I, I feel like I redeemed myself based on my actions based on how I decided to improve in another area in my development and then I can say okay you know, or I can see, or you know what it is? Maybe it's because I can't see what those negative things I think I did that would detriment her future. In the future, if she doesn't go down those roads that I think that she will based on what I did or what I could have done better, then maybe it'll, I'll let it go and say, wow, I really dodged a bullet there, Sam. Mm. Maybe uh, you should have taken her away from her, her mom because her mom in your eyes wasn't the best for her. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe it was the best thing to kind of do half and half. All these questions as somebody who who has split with their child's parent might feel. Mm -hmm. And I'm not on the reversal. And I feel I wish I could have done more things than I necessarily did. And, you know, a lot of that it will answer themselves when she gets older. Mm -hmm. But I just... The older I get, the more of a student I feel that I am. And the more I'm intimidated, not by the way people come about me, but by their status, but not at shallow glance of their status of how they got to their status. Maybe it was family inheritance. Maybe it was some other divine luck, but I'm going to take that as a tactical positioning of their life and of where they wanted to go. And I'm not thinking... I'm not taking it to the heart, maybe, in, in the way that you're describing it, you know? Um, yeah, because I guess at first when you were talking, it, it, it felt like you were talking about um, like what, what people were wearing and how maybe you felt like below them in that way or even... Um, well, uh, yeah, I mean, you wear that stuff because you are... There's a reason, right? You're established to a certain yeah. degree. Yes, you might just not and it might be all facade and <laughs> your wife paid for all of it or you just had in the it was a birthday gift from your mom and you really don't have that much money so you're just wearing it mm -hmm. or you've 
earn your chips, you've worked your way up, and for better or for worse, you earn that status that you can wear that. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I'm going to take the ladder and I'm going to treat you like you earned it. And so you are very smart. You do know your stuff. You know, you were able to, like Derek Carr said in his uh, presser conference, you've seen far more success than I've ever seen. And that's okay because I am not taking that personally. I have the ability for somebody to cut me down based on actual knowledge of my flaws and not say, hey, like, that's mean. Like, don't hurt me. Like, I'm hurt. That's fu- like, that's effed up, you know? No, it, it, you're right. You are right. <laughs> you know, I suck at reading or I suck at writing. Mm. It is what it is, you know? It hurts me because I feel like I wish I could do better and maybe I will, And but it is. And that's kind of when I say stuff like that, it's maybe that's what I'm, I'm always saying it like you, I struggle to find how to express the thought in my mind better than how I initially, the way I talk, I feel like it comes out very blunt. Mm-hmm. Like I, it's a lot deeper than like what, what, what I then just saying thought. like, I hate myself yeah. like, or I don't think I'm good enough. Right. Yeah. 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 But yeah, yeah sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's, a lot of feelings. Yeah, so that's kind of why <laughs> we we had two drinks, and uh, that's why it was kind of hard the night after with Motek <laughs> because he was yeah, kind of bothering us. And that kind of sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but that kind of bothered me too, like a little bit, like the fact that like I needed or every fact that everybody needed to drink. To, oh, people to, to, were to, trash. To, but to to be able to talk to me, the only thing, to be honest, you know what I was thinking? Mm. Like I never really told you this, but. I mean, I did. We were leaving a little bit. Yeah. But I was the only thing I was thinking was, if we were sober, would you be talking to me right now? And just really meditating on that. N- no conclusion. Just if you were really sober, would you be talking to me right now? There is kind of a, an interesting conclusion to that, though, or or maybe not conclusion, but thread, because the day after that, I I volunteered to work at a book fair at my school for a few hours, and it was a morning shift, which in retrospect wasn't the best idea after drinking a little bit the night before i threw up <laughs> <laughs> sam went there on a completely empty stomach i made dinner but you're like i'm gonna eat it after I'm yeah because like, it's not m- a messing good idea. my stomach i i know i, t- I took uh i tried i was eating during were, then yeah, but i just didn't like eat it first dinner. i need to eat it first that I was know. that's all right yeah. nerves everything was crazy it was yeah, my yeah, first yeah. time like never knew anyways i'm at this event uh volunteering i am i'm drinking oh really sorry yeah you're slowly at, slowly oh okay okay you were at the event um uh the school in the yeah and i saw a lot of women who were you there. know drinking from the night before and at that meet and greet and um i didn't know what to expect um Half of me didn't even really want to go because I was like, I'm a little bit tired. I don't really want to go. But then Sam's like, hey, like maybe you should call in and just say like, you know, you're a little sick or something. You hear that noise? Oh, that's the fridge. Oh, that's the fridge. I was just looking at the time. Oh, It's an hour. It's an hour. Oh, yeah. I kept thinking it was zero. Okay. And I was like, I can't call in and say like, hey, I'm sick because everybody, I feel like there's going to be a lot of moms that were there the night before and they're all going to know like, oh, she was drinking. So like she's hungover and like that's disrespectful to not show up to a volunteer shift that you said you were going to go to. So <clears throat> long story short, I went and it was kind of uncomfortable because there's this one mom who 
I, she was trashed when I met her, like trashed. And when I saw her again, I was like, oh, hey, you know, and she said, um, she's like, hi. And for some reason, there was some weird, like, awkwardness to us. And then she thought I didn't remember her possibly from the night before. It felt as if like she was worried that she said something too much the night before and she wasn't sure. And so she just like, oh, yeah, I, I, we, we met the night before. And in my head, I'm like, yeah, I know. That's why I said hi to you. Like, that's why I, that's why I'm and I'm like, was I weird? Am I being weird? And then she, maybe she didn't know who she was talking to. Like maybe she was like drunk and she didn't know she's talking to me or you. <laughs> that could be a so total possibility. Like, Wait, Maybe she, her by asking, like, oh, we t- met the night before, it was kind of like clarification on her part. But then it got a little even weirder. Meaning, meaning that she was thinking about who she was really talking to the majority of that time she was talking. Yeah, that's She was probably trying to say, was I saying this to him about this? Or was I saying this to her about that? Yeah, because how we met hmm. her, she was in a group of three other women who kind of just ran up to us um, towards the end of the event. Well, they caught me. You were going that way. And... We were going to, like, go get my phone, I think, or my jacket. Yeah, and and they're like, hey, how are you doing? I was like, oh, Just hi. kind of like. All three of them were like, yeah. And then Out of the blue. I was like, Megan, and you kind of came in. And then yeah, went. so it was just, it was weird because after that conversation, I've, I don't know if I, like, gestured something wrong or, like, I, there really wasn't that much conversation after that other than, like, oh, it was great seeing you again. Um... It was very uncomfortable to talk to her. It felt like so, like this weird tension. And I was totally fine talking to all the other moms. And I met a few like other new moms too. And we were just talking about like their life, even before like them having kids, like super deep. And like then some other moms were just very like talking a little bit about volunteering and things. So it was like a a range of things. So I felt like I was getting along with other people. So when her and I like kept seeing each other and it just kept getting like weirder, um, just the, she kind of started avoiding me towards the end. And I was like, all right, I'm so confused at what's happening. She was kind of just being a little bit catty and, um, would kind of like, kind of just dub me. And I was like, this Mm -hmm. is like, once again, maybe it's just all in my head. Well, no, I mean, when I saw the dynamic of that group, the blonde seemed the more dominant one and the, and the, uh. The middle one seemed dominant as well, a little bit more like me. And the blonde was like a little bit more like me, but like when drinking and started to like just word vomit a little bit. Yeah. And the other one felt like she was trying to compete with them. Yeah. Because she made a comment about about like, oh yeah, no, my kids will always, I'm a huge public school advocate. 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 Now you're making me. I don't know. Advocate. Advocate. And then the middle mom said, oh, I mean, but like if the opportunity, like, because I know spots never open. And if the spot did open, well, you know, obviously I'd send my, you know, I'd jump at the chance. And she's like, oh, well, yeah, you know what I mean. But like they never really open kind of. And I'm just like, "Mm mm-hmm. I see we have ourselves a little, uh, a little follower here. But uh, it's cool. Like I'm not like, I just noticed it's cool like seeing the dynamic of like, moms or just yeah or people communities in general and seeing how they mingle because those moms seemed like a network kind of like they knew each other Mm -hmm. for a few times and so they kind of formulated a relationship yeah 
So, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's just interesting. And like a lot of the parents were saying, a lot of this is just politics. So it's just about who you know. And um, it's just kind of about your time to like how, how much time like would I be able to drop my job and work for an entire week to help distribute um, donations probably not could I give a few hours yeah um, and, and those are the women who are who are who get what they want yeah because they're there they're always there they're always there for that when the opportunity arises so it is hard um, especially when you're working um, or you have other like life goals that you're working on as well on top of your full-time goal or job Mm -hmm. um so yeah it's uh (laughs) oreo snoring in the background he um had such a big few days with motec he's just been sleeping for the past few hours just exhausted good (laughs) it's so sweet they're cuties they had a good time yeah but all in all, I think this week has been pretty. I'm just happy it's the weekend. Maybe I can, I can kind of just chill out after this and just, you know. Yeah, just kick back. Yeah. Not really. We're gonna clean a little bit. Yeah. I haven't. Well, well, maybe let let me get like let me get like one like fifteen minute rest, just pre rest before cleaning. <laughs> Come on! I I told you we get everything done. Yeah, that's true. We did get and everything. We, we did so get a far. Lot we've gotten everything. I said we've gotten done from the moment we finished. So we we ended up um, binging a show. Yeah. That we started uh what last night or the day day before last maybe? night. Last night. Yeah. We killed it. Or no, maybe no. It wasn't last night. It was like two nights ago. But we killed it this today. today. We watched like the last four episodes. So we're sitting here for like four hours. Yeah. It was and, really uh, good. I was a little nervous because. I like to be pretty productive. I don't really like sitting there and doing that because my mind is just like, okay, you should be doing this or you should be doing that. So I had made a deal with Sam and I said, like, if I'll, I'm down to do this, but I really want to do everything else that we needed to do today. Like, make sure. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure it went down like, hey, Sam, are we going to get everything that we said we we're going to get done? Sam, yes, we will. Trust me. Okay. <laughs> literally that's how it went down it wasn't like yo sam we gotta get our stuff done and i'm like all right i think it was maybe more in my head i was very stressed out about it and maybe like i, I came well i guess you didn't necessarily left. need to be because we got everything done minus the, minus cleaning, the cleaning which we will do true 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 i mean i think the most important things we got done grocery physical shop. activity yep. grocery shop and this mm-hmm. so i think there's i think that it's a good day and we were able to get that show finished, and which was crazy. Get Motek back. What was the show called again? Nineteen. Yeah, if you're looking for a new show, you should probably check that show out. Eighteen ninety nine. It's on Netflix. It's really really good. Mm-hmm. And if you like stuff like that, definitely check out the show Dark. Mm-hmm. It's another show on Netflix. It's really good. Same creators. So. Can't even start to begin how to explain it, and I don't know. You can't. You shouldn't. I don't you're think you should. You're more of a person who likes to uh, look at reviews with stuff like that, but I trust. It's a you combination so... of reviews and feeling. Yeah, I trust you so much with like what you 
pick that I do not want to see a preview. I just because because then I'll, I'll already have these like preconceived notions of what I might be watching. So I love when you just turn it on and I'm just like, Let, let's go. Let's just watch it. Mm. And you're always like, oh, yeah, we watched. What did we watch the other night? The, that horror movie Smile. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just put on scary that was things. a good that was a good show i oh mean it was God. scary but it was a good movie was that the that was that the movie i threw my fork at the tv because mm. you showed me another scary movie too what was the other scary movie i think that was monday night it was uh, about the uh the lady who was born of the earth born of the earth yeah i forget the show name but she wasn't human she was like a god so where have I been? What? She was a god. And the uh, village was disintegrating. She snorted coke all the time. And she was bulimic. Oh, yeah. That was this week? Sometimes I... Re- that was the last horror movie no, we watched no, no, besides that one. No, no, another one. I swear that was, that was when we had Maya we were watching that. When she went to sleep. I thought there was another one. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe right. Mm. But yeah, there was one that was really like just scared me. Oh, damn. And we just finished The Watcher. Oh, man. That like psychological stuff, I think, gets me out of like thrillers all the time because it's just very something that could actually happen. And we're living in New York City, so everybody's buildings are super close to each other. And you look out the window and you, you can see your watcher? neighbor's window. Yeah. The watcher. What did I call it? Did I call it something else? No, you just didn't link it together, I think. I said the I said we were, we were Yeah, but the but but you, I don't know. Oh, for, maybe it I just didn't, didn't 